Welcome to episode eight, guys. Welcome, everyone. What an exciting week. It's been a crazy week, but it's been exciting. A lot of different projects that we're working on here at Team Amino Pure, Harfax Fitness. Today, I have my co-host, Sonia Spiel from Team By Left Seattle. A little more energy than the, than the last couple of episodes. Right? In my fairness, like I had COVID. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest today, another Team Scooby Prep member, Meredith Pachi. Hello. Uh, so the purpose of our, of our podcast today is to, to change a little bit of the topics. I mean, we've addressed some great stuff on how fat fitness with regards to hormone optimization. We've talked about nutrition. We've talked about supplementation. We talked about the pillars of success for setting yourself up for success. Uh, today, we're going to talk about mindset. I'm going to consider Sonia a guest today because I want to hear her, her input today in terms of how she coaches and also Meredith, how she coaches. We're going to talk a little bit about gen pop. We're going to talk a little bit about lifestyle. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, competitors and the mindset that you need to have to set goals in order to succeed. Now, uh, we've talked about the pillars. I've talk, I always talk about the pillars of success, meaning making sure, you, number one, your hormones are optimized. Number two, making sure your nutrition is optimized. And number three, supplementation in that order, really. I really believe that if you have jacked up hormones, I don't care about your nutrition, I don't care about your supplementation, you're going to have issues. Uh, your body's not going to want to move. Um, so hormones, nutrition, supplementation, and then mindset. If you don't have the mindset to achieve certain things and to put a plan in place, you're going to struggle. You know, uh, a lot of times having that, that mentality and in, in, in getting to the gym, how many times have we said, and I love working out. I'm one of those people that I hardly ever miss a workout, but there's one day, there comes a day where you're like, I really don't want to go. I'm just exhausted. And having that mindset of, Hey, I need to do this because I have a goal in mind is what makes all the difference. And I always say winners win and winners find ways to win and losers just do what they do. Right. So let's get started. Uh, Meredith, Welcome. Hello. Give us a little, give us a little, give us a little intro in terms of what you do, your forte, nutrition, supplementation. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Yeah. So I am a um, coach with Scooby Prep. So under Jason Theobald, um, I would like to say that my forte is probably more, you know, the functional health. Um, I do work a lot with uh, like Gen Pops as well as competitors. Um, I kind of thrive on getting everybody's health back in line, um, especially if they've gone through some pretty shitty preps, coaching, dieting, which is a lot of people. Um, so we have a definitely, a, you know, job security is good. Um, but yeah, and I think that today's episode, as far as speaking about mindset, that comes into heavy because when it comes to the things that y'all are talking about and the things that y'all promote, when it comes to hormones and your health long-term, we can have these short-term girls, we can compete. However, we need to make sure that we're really in it for the long haul and we need to look after things and we need to do it in the right way. Because if we're really the athletes or the people that we are saying we're gonna be, then we're gonna be all in with what that means, which means optimizing hormones, optimizing recovery, coming out of the diet. It's not just about you know this one thing, you get the trophy and then that's it. If you're gonna be the athlete, you're gonna show up as it, then you really have to freaking show up. I think the biggest like, 
like point that you just said too, where it's like, I really want to drive home. The after matters twice as much. You have to be dedicated to spending six to 12 months after your prep coming out of it properly. If you plan to do it again. I think it's, you know, goal setting, goal setting, whether it's short-term, because let's say, I mean, contest prep, I mean, it's short-term, let's be real. Long-term is life. Um, Goal setting, it's not so much about the award, but the cost. And that's what you need to make sure that you sign up for is the cost of achieving that and making sure that your ambitions align with everything there. And that's what can be really hard is, you know, people can get very one track mind that they want to do it this way. And it has to be this way. However, that's not the case, you know, and you have to make sure that those things align and that your goal has to be more than just getting that trophy. And then what, and then what happens after that? Because let me tell you, just getting that trophy or just losing 10 pounds or getting to your wedding day. And then what? And then what are you going to do? Because that is when things spiral out of control. And that's when the shit happens. And that's when you come to Sonia, myself, and you, and then we fix you. It's, it's amazing what you just said, because um, longevity is key. And one of the things that you just caught my attention completely is like, you, you know, contest prep and getting into four, three, 5% body fat, it's short term. You know, yeah. the consequences that getting there, uh, and let's be honest, a lot of people running a lot of gear. Mm-hmm. And they're putting their bodies through tremendous amount of stress. And later on, and they're doing it consistently. I know people that I've actually dated who were on VARV for two years in a row. And then they wonder why the liver enzymes are skyrocketing, no right? Yeah. And it's, it's in the mind, though, because they got into a certain level of conditioning and they put on a pound of fat, which I'm like, where, right? And, and, and they, their mind is like, oh, my God, I need to get, I need to get leaner. So it's not the healthiest thing in the world. I know people, competitors here in the Pacific Northwest who competed for many years doing physique who can't get pregnant. Yeah. Right? So all of that, you got to factor all of that. And we're not talking about hormones today, but it, it, it plays all in, it, it's all a big bubble, right? It's, it all correlates to how you're going to achieve certain things. I had got a story today on, on, on Instagram. It's like, man, I just lowered my, I just lowered, my coaches lowered my calories and he had another 30 minutes and I actually went up a pound and a half. I said, I can tell you your cortisol levels are probably spiked up. That's, yeah. that's the response. I mean, I'm seeing you, do you, I asked them, do you look watery? Yes. Yeah, we're looking down the path of the adrenals and aldosterone. And, right, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, he'll say, yeah, how did you know? I said, I don't need to see you. I'm just listening yeah. to you. It's not fat. It's not fat. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Spada and I were literally just talking about that. Somebody was like more stressed and his weight went up and he's like, I'm just trying to tell the guy like, calm down, your weight will go back down. And it's like, it's, we're talking about like, good, that good, your body's responding. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and, and the funny thing, Sonny, the funny thing is that in um, his mentality is, but I don't care because I have that mindset. And this is, I'm like, this is what we're going to talk about today. We're going to have that mindset that I, I'm going to have that mindset. That I got to get it done because, you know, I'm a beast and I got to get done. It's like, I, I, I appreciate that whole mindset thing, but don't be ignorant that your body is sending you signals telling you sometimes more is not the answer. Sometimes yeah. you have to take a step back. And, 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 and having a coach that understands those details, right? I, I told him, hey, go on Cordes, go on fossil titocerine, go on uh, PS, go on Ashwanda, go do a cortisol reset. He goes, what's that? I said, this is stuff that your coach should be talking to you. 
And he goes, I don't think he knows. And he goes, they need another coach, right? Because the, the consequences later, once you get off your diet, is going to be three magnified tenfold probably in terms of how to get your hormones back and everything else. So since we're focusing on mindset today, sorry, Sonia, you were saying. I was just going to say, you know, it's still so amazing to me because I surround myself with like you guys and Mara and I and like Sarah, like, like just like, and, and Jason, like we have a big group of coaches and we all kind of like are in the same circle and have gone through a lot of the same educations or share similarities in what we know in our, in our camp, right? Like I always like our camp, like we got our own camp, right? And then it's funny because it's still interesting to me where I say something like that. And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, ask your coach. They're like my coach doesn't like my coach just told me not to worry about it. And I'm like, you need a new coach. And it's not because I'm trying to steal your business. And I don't want to make you feel insecure that you can't work with your coach. It's like you've got an issue going on. And like your coach is a new tr- is, is looking at one point. And like, there's a thousand bio feed, possible biofeedback messages that you can have going on inside of the body. At any one moment as a coach, it's our job to look at, the major, like the big fucks and the little fucks, like I always say, what are the big things that are standing out? What signals are we being given? And what do we need to adjust to adapt to those? Yeah. I want to also, like, I do want to touch on this um, because we are talking about mindset is that we need to, you know, differentiate between a contest prep um, goal and a dieting goal and a lifestyle sustainable goal those are all going to take a different level of mindset. And I don't want any listeners to get confused here because I know that Sonia and I have heard it too. When someone comes in and says, you know, Oh, my coach has me doing an hour of cardio. That's far too much cardio. I'm going to tell you right now, (laughs) when you're signing up for contest prep, (laughs) there is a good and better way to prep a body for extremes, whether that's extreme performance, if you're NFL, CFL player, if you are, you know, doing a, you know, a physique competition, there is a way to prepare the body to do that, to mitigate the size, the adaptations that should happen and will happen. And then also, once you achieve that goal to help you come out of that a proper way and actually come out probably better than you went in. However, you need to understand that coming to a contest prep, a goal, whether it's a fat loss goal, vacation, wedding, what have you, there is going to take a level of resilience and you're going to have to take a level of commitment. And there is going to have to be a letter, a level of dig. Meaning if your coach puts you into some deficit and you decide to start, you know, bites, licks, and tastes, those BLTs, you need to understand that you are now reversing that deficit that that client or that coach put you into. And you're starting this yo-yo mechanism. So if you're going to go in with a goal, creating a goal is easy. And that's what I'm saying. The goal, that's, I mean, anyone can create a fucking goal. It's really establishing what you're willing to do and the actions you're willing to take to achieve that goal. And that's going to come with number one, communicating with those around you and deciding on a really great coach, depending on what level you're going on to, on what is the plan? What is the strategy? We are going to start a diet phase. Boom, 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 boom. It's not working. This is when your coach needs to communicate to you and say, hey, listen, it's not working because you're deviating from it. Your sleep sucks. You're well, okay, great. You're dieting. That's normal. Your sleep is going to start sucking. However, what level are we willing to go? Do we need to go to that next level? Because if you're going to a competition level, yes, you do. 
You are going to be tired. Yeah. You're going to be hungry. You're so what now what? You want to be lean? Like, let's go. Yeah. If you want to get, you know, dick skin shredded, then you are going to, there's going to be some suffering there. Sure. Understanding though. I'm an over card, over yeah. hour cardio club. Were you? Yeah. Oh, over hour cardio over club. Over an hour. Easy. So any coach that's like, well, you're never going to have to do that's, that's your, like my job as a coach is to push you eat dirt and you like to look your absolute best. And I have talked about this before. Like my biggest failure as a coach is not pushing my athletes hard enough. Because yeah. I was so scared to over push them. And then I was like, none, I've never pushed any of my people the way I got pushed. I mean, I got pushed hard and I won. I did really well. I was very, very lean. Yeah. So let me, let me ask you, Meredith, the question. Let's, let's start with that. Let's start with contest. Yeah. And then we'll get into, into lifestyle. What are the things you analyze when you get a, a client that is, is, comes to you and never competed? Or maybe he has or she has competed before. And you're, at, you're analyzing, where are you at? Okay, give me some feedback. Where are you at? Have you competed before? Have you done the deed and gotten lean? Do you know what to expect? Where's your mind at? Are you going through a divorce? Are you having marital problems? Are you going to law school? What's going on? What's going on in your life? And I think that um, the, the, the industry as a whole with coaches is, is oversaturated with everybody. Uh, with, I'm a, I love Instagram but everybody's a coach. Everybody yeah. thinks that they know, you know, you have a big booty and almost like I'm going to coach and get you I'm to get my, my booty like this. Booty, yeah. 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 Cause you have a, a big booty that, you know, 90% of it's fat anyway. Uh, but you know, everybody's coaching. And I think that a, a lot of the misconception is, you know, you look at somebody and you think that because maybe they're genetically gifted, they, they know they have, they have that magic pill or that magic wand that can make you look that way. So let's discuss a little bit of mind frame. What are you analyzing when you're getting somebody that comes to you and says, Hey, I want you to be my coach. I want to, because I get it. I'm so sure Sony gets it. The first thing they say is like, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to be lean. And you look at them and you're thinking, well, you have no muscle. You've never dieted before. You're going to these issues. I mean, what, how do you analyze that? Yeah. So I would say, number one, I break through everything. When I do an intake, I want to know complete medical history. I want to know your personal history, what you're doing. Do you have kids? What is your job? I want to know every single detail. I want to know about your gut health, everything. If you're telling me that you have four kids, you're working two jobs, I'm going to tell you, right, I will be very frank and straight up with you. If you do not have your system and your environment in line, a prep is not for you. It's not going to be sustainable. And I, I hate to say this, but I, I'm, I'm going to say it. Not everybody is meant to compete. You know, I, that, that sucks. It's hard. Um, but if I have somebody coming in who's 30 pounds overweight, under eating, has whatever lifestyle things going on, I'm going to be honest with them because I don't want to be a coach that is in this industry and is contributing to the problem. Like, I don't want to be that coach. I yeah, look up to- There's plenty I, of those. Yeah, there's, I, there's, I mean, coaches are dimes a dozen. I don't want to be a coach that is contributing to the problem. I want to be one that's actually being straight up and honest and say, hey, listen, let's get your calories up. Let's get your body in a better place body composition wise. Let's hang out there for a moment. Let's build your metabolic capacity. Let's diet again. Let's reverse. Let's diet again. Let's reverse. Let's keep getting better. And then we'll talk about competing. But if you come to me and you're 30, 40, 50 pounds overweight, I'm not going to say, okay, let's go for a 12 week prep. Like it, it's not, I will be 
my coaching is I'm honest. I'm straight out honest. I, I want to be able to tell a client what I know I, I can deliver. That not, might not align with what you want to hear. However, let the truth set you free. I will do it in a nice, kind way, but I'm also not going to do anything to do harm to you. And when I see that, whether it's your health markers, you're telling me you're going through a divorce or, you know, you're moving, you're going, you're getting your PhD. Okay. What can we do? And let's get these things in alignment. If you can tell me that you can eat consistently, you're sleeping consistency. That's the hard shit that people aren't doing. They're not doing the free things. If you can't get the free things right, then competing, competing is like the next level shit. That means I have my shit together. I'm ready to level up because I can handle it. If you can't handle the free fucks, we aren't going for the bigger ones because you're not ready. And that, and that's hard to hear, you know, but I tell them you're not ready. You can be ready. It is possible but we're going to have to do the work to do that. You want to be that athlete. You want to compete and look like that athlete. Then you got to act like that athlete. You got to wake up. You have to walk like the athlete. You got to get up, put those leggings on and dress up like that athlete. You can't say, you know, Oh, my kid did this. Oh, no, 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 no. Because I know athletes that work full-time jobs. we have go to school part-time, have three kids, and show up and get their pro card because they're doing all the free fucks. And it's kind of like, this is what you signed up for, right? Yeah. You sign, it, it, and I get, and I don't coach, uh, but I know enough now to understand the things that I see coaches doing, the wrongs and the rights. And, you know, and I dabble here and I'm listening to people and I'm more now on the, on the supplement side of, of things. And I hear some core stories like that are just amazing. You know, it's like every, every everyone, you'll see somebody who's never competed. Um, and I know coaches like this, I, who's never competed, who's probably 30 to 40 pounds overweight. She's gonna do wellness in 12 weeks. What yeah. the fuck? Literally, yeah. W2F. Wellness is not, it's, it's not an out of shape category. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, you need to prepare that person in here yes. to understand what to expect, yeah. right? And, ev and everyone wants in their mind, they want the quick fix. Sometimes you have to like go backwards in your mind and set those goals mentally. Look, yeah. don't think of 10 pounds. Don't think of 20 pounds. Don't think of 30 pounds. If you're 175, think of 170. Give yourself that mental goal. I want to be 170. Once you hit that target, maybe have a cheat meal. Fuck, have a cheat meal. Enjoy it. Go for that 168, go for that 165, right? I think setting yourself, the biggest thing for, uh, that people do is set themselves up for failure mentally when they're not prepared and wanting too much too quick. It didn't take you, you know, 12 weeks to, to put on those 40 pounds that you have on, right? It's not going to tell you take you 12 weeks to get those 40 pounds off. And if you're not mentally ready to go through that path and that, that, that challenge of, 4 30 in the morning I, I wake up at 5 30 in the morning every day and i'm doing my cardio and then i'm jumping on the computer because I, I have work to do i would say it's really interesting what you said there because like it's as much as we know that competing is not instant gratification i feel like a lot of people feel like competing is like a means to an end and that it is if they get yes. that then they get everything yes um and do you know what i find more impressive is i find more impressive the competitors who I don't see compete every year, the ones that take a second, actually hold on, improve, 
Whoa. Uh, Whoa. I know. It's my wait. Their physique changes. Shut the fuck up. Your yes. body builds. I know. Wait, wait, I a, minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I might have got a hot you flash. You mean just steroids, one. right? <laughs> I might have got a hot flash. But yeah, that is impressive. I have Gen Pop clients that blow my mind because they show up. They the shit that they are going through in their life, and they show up and they're dealing with SIBO, Hashimoto, and they're like. I'm on this journey. I'm I'm doing it. I'm investing it. And it's those folks that I really want to su- have succeed so bad because they're willing to do all the right steps, the baby steps, those little minute things that people don't even care about. You know, when they feel stressed out in the middle of the day, they take it a moment and actually do, you know, the breathing exercises to kind of reset their body. They, they believe in that. When I see those clients showing up and doing that and taking their lab work and literally flip-flopping it around to make this most beautiful thing. Their sex drive is back. Those are the ones who I really, really want to succeed so bad. And then you have someone come in who says, I'm eating 1000 calories. You know, I'm taking Anavar. I'm taking whatever else. They've been on it for three, four years. They're not achieving their goals. And I say, Hey, listen, let's go about it differently. And they're like, no, no, I, you, I, I need more steroids or, or I need, I need, <laughs> I need any more. And I'm like, are, like, what else can I take from you? Like, should I shave your skin off? Like, no, like I'm not. And that I will tell that client, I'm not the coach for you. I will not diet you. I will help you and I will help you become better. But when you tell me your glutes are sagging, you're eating a thousand calories and you're on whatever, whatever, the answer is not more at that point. Yeah. <laughs> your goals are really not aligning with what you think your goals are. And that is like, that is the thing. You think that you want that trophy at the end, but what you don't understand is the process to get there. Again, it's the process. Anybody can make that goal, but you're not, you don't really want the goal because you don't want to sign up for the work that it really takes to get to that goal. Having, having the mental fortitude to go backwards, and I think this is the biggest challenge with some competitors, some of them get so lean and they get all the attention and the lights and the people telling them how amazing they look. And it, they, it's like a drug. I think they get drugged into, into believing that this is the way that I have to be in here in your mind because everybody thinks I'm great and everybody loves me, right? Well, it's okay to get off a stage put a plan together to improve your body, improve your physique. And and, and it's meant you have to be ready mentally to understand, you know, the process. Like you, like something, what you said, like I, when I was working with Jason, he said, we got to get you bigger. I said, okay, I got up to 200 and some odd pounds. I didn't like it. I was slugging. I'm sorry. I I wasn't comfortable. I'm like 20 pounds lighter. I'm just, I'm in my third week of my cut. I feel more comfortable around 185, 190. I'm not as sluggish or more energetic. I'm starting to feel the low, the low carbs a little bit. I'm still at 200. I'm still at 200, but I started at like 500 at one point, right? So, so you start noticing those things, but you have to be here. You've got to be ready mentally. And it's okay that you're putting on a little bit of weight afterwards. It's okay that, you know, um, you're enjoying life. I think, and I speak from experience. I've dated some, some competitors in the past, and I think some of them are just fucked in the head. And I apologize for my fucks, by the way. Uh, so, 
no, no. We are a fox only situation. It's a joke. No, but I, we were joking on the last episode because he's like, excuse me for saying this, but I don't give a fuck. And I was like, I like how you apologize. Maybe I should start doing that before and people won't be so fucking offended. I say fuck like it's a breath in between a motherfucking word. Like I get going a little bit and the Cuban comes out of me and I'm like, and if you fucking think for one fucking second, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, it's a joke. It's all a joke. But what I'm saying is, you know, I, I've been with those people and it's like, look, you're forgetting about living life. Yeah. I couldn't go out to dinner with this girl without her. I, I can't, I can't touch this. You're doing contest prep after contest prep after contest prep. When are you going to decide to invest in what really matters? Yeah. Family, kids, friends. It, you can make good decisions. Yeah. You can make very good decisions and maintain your conditioning. Yes. But it's, and I think it's, it's, it's in the mind. The mind is really like that, that whole video that you took, look at it on, on, on YouTube. The mind is the battleground. Yes. The mind is the battleground. If you don't have, you can have all your parameters in place, in check. Your hormones are optimized. Your every, but if your mind is screwed up, you are not going anywhere. You need to ensure that you're prepared. You're, you're preparing yourself in your mind. Hey, I need, you know, I'm going into a lean mode. Uh, or a cut because I have a photo shoot for my company in about eight weeks, nine weeks, we're scheduling it out. So I told my coach, I said, I'm cutting, man. I'm not going to be the fat guy <laughs> where, you know, my boys, right? In a video. So we're cutting. So my mind has to be there ready. Am I busy? Heck yeah. yeah. You know, I, I run two companies. I, I consult, I have my own business. I have, I mean, I do a lot of things, but I felt like I have prepared myself mentally. I was talking to Sony about this earlier. Like, Many days a week, I'm up until two in the morning and I get up at 5.30. Is that healthy? Absolutely not, right? So there's days there's days that, you know, and, and I tell Sonia all the time, like, you're gonna be proud of me. 10 o'clock, I don't care who calls or whatever. My laptop goes, whoop, I'm done. And I go to sleep and I'll knock out for nine hours because I know I need it, yeah. right? So you have to have that mindset and understanding those, those biometric feedback that your body's giving you. Yeah. Okay. I know that I didn't do the right the last previous days, but I need to make sure because you can never catch up on sleep, right? Yep. You, it's one of those things you can't catch up on, guys. Listen to what I'm saying. You can't think I'm going to buzz my butt for four days and I'm going to catch on my sleep for the next three. Can't do it. It doesn't you work can't. that way. You, you yeah. can't do it. And people think that you're doing that. And like, we're, we're, even like we talk about longevity, we're talking about your cellular health. Yep. I mean, there's, I can go on Alzheimer's. I mean, like, you know, I love my sleep and I talk about it a lot, but like, it really, there is no going back in those situations. And it's like, you do have to be prepared of when to grind. I think we talk about when it's appropriate not to do this, but I think that a lot of times people want to have their cake and eat it too. And it can't be the way that it is. It's not the way that it is with healing. It's not the way that it is with getting lean. It's not, it's just not the way that it is. If I would have gone to my coach and I was like, Hey, listen, I want to rec recover from um, Hashimoto's and not be on thyroid medicine. Also, I don't want to have SIBO anymore, but I'm not willing to gain weight. And I want to diet actually. It's counterproductive. Yeah. Counterproductive. And you know what? My body kept gaining and kept gaining, kept yeah. gaining, kept gaining. And the I, environment's I, not there. The environment as a whole is not there. Exactly. And so it was just, you know, rather than saying, oh my God, this is not working and I'm not willing to gain the weight. I, I used to tell myself, I'd be like, you know what, Sonia, look at how much your body needed this. Because yeah. if it didn't need it, it would stop it. But it needed it and it needs it. 
and you're going to keep going. And it's so you're reacting so poorly to more food because your body needed it that bad. And you've been, you've been, and it's like that mindset shift. I would like have to tell myself that because it is hard when you go from 130 to 157 at five, four. Yeah. It's interesting you say that Sonia, because, um, um, I had a conversation with somebody recently and I'm going to share their experience. And this is kind of like nails it and it has a lot to do with your mind. Um, she competed and I looked at her, um, her lab work and I can tell exactly. I'm like, you're estrogen dominant. I looked at a lot of different deficiencies. Um, we addressed those still the body wasn't responding. So we did a preliminary, um, gut test and she came back with deficiencies in, in certain, in a lot of different, um, let's just say, I don't want to say she had a gut disorder, but she had deficiencies in, in, in certain bacterias, uh, the good and the bad. So her gut score was around 40, 40% optimal, right? So we're addressing those we're addressing adrenals. This, this lady was drinking three venties a day, three venties a day. That's a lot. While, while, while competing and you're talking about adding clen and you're adding T3. And so I'm, I'm, and I'm listening to all this information. I'm like, well, no wonder your body's just fucked. You know, you look at the, the, the signals that your body's giving you, you're not moving for a reason. Your metabolism is sluggish. And, and so then I said, we got to go back sometimes to fix the problem, but I don't want, I want to cut. I'm like, you need to get your mind in order. You're, you're in no way, shape, or form are ready to do a calorie deficit. You need to do a maintenance, get your gut fixed. We need to get your gut fixed. We need to get your estrogen dominance fixed. And you need to get your mind fixed. <laughs> because without fixing those other things, and you're not preparing yourself mentally to, to take on, hey, I'm 158 pounds now. I'm going to fix my mind. I'm going to fix those things that are issues so that I can set myself to succeed in the future, right? When when we talk about that acting as if to like when pe- I, I hear so many people that are like, and this is one of the questions in my intake. Okay. Sally, we get you to exactly where we want to be. You're 150 pounds and you've got a great sex drive and energy for the kids. How will your life be different? What would you be doing differently daily? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, what, what would your daily, what you couldn't do the same things you were doing now. Right. And they're like, Oh no, no, no. If I was there, I mean, I would just, I'd get up, I'd work out. I would feel motivated. I would meal prep. I would, are you willing to do all of that that you just told me right now? Well, well, isn't the beginning of a good answer. You have to be willing to act as if you are already that person. Yeah. Have to be willing to say, okay, what would a healthy person's life look like? And let me live a healthy person's life, not a lean person. Not if you're trying to get lean, you can live a lean person's life. But if you're actually trying to heal, if I was healthy, what would my life look like? Not if I was dieting, right? Not if I, like, I talk about like the triangle awareness and like um, Jason Phillips talks about this, but like, if you have a triangle and at the top of it is longevity. Okay. So health and wellness. And then one side is shredded. And then another side is strength. Like I'm a strength athlete. You can't go for all of those at the same time. You can kind of be midline but you have to know what specifically your goal is and go all in for that goal. You can't have two goals pulling you in two different directions. It's like, it's like, could you heal and also lose weight? Yes. But should those both be your goals at the same time? No, because it may not work out that way. And you don't want the one that's less of a fuck to pull you in the direction from never healing. And like, 
I'm going to call Ron out right now. Like I was like, I want to do another cut, like whatever. He's like, you should get your period back. And I was like, I don't know. I just like, you know, I, I, I know it's not that big of a deal, but I don't have it. So it's like not a big deal. I just need to find a coach that can like help me with my gut stuff so I can diet again. Cause the thought of getting a period back was like too, I wasn't willing to do that. You know what I mean? But I couldn't, my body wasn't responding to anything else. And he's like, you should like get your period back. He's like, that's not normal. And I'm like, I know you don't understand. I've tried everything and it just doesn't come back. Well, like he inspired me and I was like, you know what? You're right. I am. I need to like, I need to put that first. And like, I ended up gaining 15 more pounds on top of what I was already not willing to gain more. I was like, I'm not willing to gain more weight. Well, my body had a completely different message for me. And it went up and it went up and it went up. And you know what? Like finally, like my, my Hashi's went away. Like it's in remission. Like my, my thyroid isn't in a much better place. My gut issues are all healed. And my body got a little baby period back for the first time in like six years almost. And my body, I know. And my body, <laughs> the return of the Mac, baby. My body <laughs> responding to my diet. Amazing. Are we pushing? You better bet we're pushing. We're pushing very hard. We're not doing 30 minutes of cardio. Like we're grinding, but like my body's, I'm not, I'm sleeping. I feel good. I, my hormones are good. Like my body is fine with that grind. And it's just like you, I had to give up short-term to go up long-term. Yes. Yeah. That, mine has to be there, but go ahead, Meredith, please continue. Sorry. Um, I want to say, I, I think a lot of people, when it comes to creating their goals or what they think their goals are, it comes down to really understanding what is going to take to obtain that goal and making sure that multiple goals or multiple ideas can compete with each other. Mm. Um, so it's coming to that triangle of awareness that she mentioned. Yeah, you can, you can be in the center. You can look fucking fly as hell and you can have great health and you can be, you know, a fucking, you know, CFL, NFL player, whatever. Awesome. But not everybody can be. And you need to understand if you don't have your health, those other things will not align. Also understanding that if you have your physique goals, it doesn't mean that you're going to have optimal performance. If you're a performance athlete, if you're a physique athlete, well, then guess what you do. Um, but having multiple goals and it ends up becoming almost like a squirrel syndrome. You know, you say that you really want your goal, but you're not really willing to do what it's going to take because guess what, what it's going to take is going to take a lot longer than you want it. Cause it's not instant gratification. You know, your, your goals and ambitions have to match that environment and that environment, like you were saying earlier on is again, making sure that you are actually showing up, doing the things that you need to do. And that is all your mindset, understanding that that is being an athlete is showing up for those small things, getting your ass to sleep. That is showing up for whatever goal that, that you have set forth. That is part of it, not just the gym. That is not just the goal, whether you're gym pop, whether you're competing, you really have to make sure that your actions are aligning with that goal. And I can tell you right now, the actions to get you to that are a lot longer than you think, think it is because 12 weeks, is is long <laughs> yeah and, and one of the things that i want to uh, touch up on what you just said right now is a lot of people you'll hear this from a lot of people even people that don't compete they'll tell you um i need to get in shape i need to get a trainer and get back to the gym 
the gym is one hour out of 24. People that are listening to this are looking for, most of you guys that are listening to this are performance. They're looking for high performance. That's what we do at Hard Fights Fitness. We're all about performance and educating you guys so that you can set your mind, your body, preparing you for what's to come, whether you're gen pop or whether you're a competitor, you have to understand goal setting and having expectations that meet your goals. But out of those 23 hours, that's part of the lifestyle. That includes sleep and that includes getting all your meals in. That includes getting your, your supplementation in at the right time. That includes prepping. That's the lifestyle. The gym is one hour, guys. That's, you know, and, and much of what you're saying, a lot of times people are not willing to sacrifice. Try benching. I was benching, what, 315 about when I was 200 pounds or 205 pounds, which is heavy for me. Um, ask me if I can do that now. <laughs> I struggled at 290, 290, 295 the other day, and I was doing 315 for reps of six. And my mind is ready to understand that because I'm not eating as much food. Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't have the, the strength. I can see the difference, right? The 20 pounds lighter, I can see the difference. So you, in your mind, you got to understand that it's okay. It's yeah. temporary. That's, yeah. part of the, that's part of the journey, guys. And when we're talking about gen pop, part of the journey should be get a plan to check your blood work, get a plan to make sure your gut is optimized, get a plan to put a, a plan together that is going to meet your goal. And if you're 180 fat, let's call it what it is, you know, I, I think that, and I get this from people too, it's like, why are you guys always fat shaming? I said, look, let's call it what it is. You're 30, 40% body fat. You're a little fat. And that's okay. It doesn't make you a bad person. But the mere fact that you're listening to us, the mere fact that you're wanting to make those changes tells me more about your character and your mind than the 40 pounds that you're overweight. Yeah. That tells me a lot more. So how do we help you get to where you need to get by educating you and putting really good fucking content out there that is going to meet your expectations? And that is by making sure your mind is ready for those goals. And what are you willing to give up to get from 280 pounds that you were to a good 240. I guarantee you 280 at 5'8", you know, you get to 240, you're still gonna be chubby, <laughs> right? Yeah, something you just said, it was, it's really hit me. And it's, you know, when you were saying about the loss and strength, and I, what I really think is cool and a really great opportunity for our listeners to pick up on is, okay, so he's noticing a loss in strength, but that doesn't mean that he's not treating that weight like it is the the weight that it was. He is, that is that next level. It's when you're not like, oh, I'm feeling weak and I'm just going to do less. Instead, you are treating that weight. Like, I don't care if it's the fucking bar. You are, it's every single (laughs) freaking rep is just beautiful protection, you know, perfection. Your chest is eating your face with every bench press. Like, that is how it has to be. And when you do get tired, when you, when you're, you know, not sleeping all these things you need to, that's when resilience kicks in. That's when that mind, that little shoulder, that devil shoulder says, Oh, you know, well, you, you know what? Just, just go a little lighter on the level on the, on the step milk. And, uh, you know, take it down a notch. Fuck no, Fuck keep no. it up. That is when you're kicking it in because that one time, that one time that you're like, you know what? An extra spoonful wouldn't help. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to cut five minutes off my walk today. That literally is like a virus that leeches into every aspect of your freaking life, your, your relationships, everything. It's like, 
And I know it sounds crazy, but it's that one time, that one time that you're like, ah, uh, you know, I'll just let it slide this time. And I, uh, I just, you know what? I don't feel like doing 12 reps. I'm getting a little tired at night. And you know what happens too, is then you go, coach, it's not working. Yes. <laughs> it's not working. I'm doing everything right. And, I, and I'm going to keep it real. I've been there. I didn't understand licks and tastes. And the other day I was like doing a photo shoot and I was like, I want to take some pictures of me eating these chips. You know what I mean? I'm like, gonna weigh them out first. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a good example. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm, I'm like, take a picture of me and I'm holding the chips and I'm looking in the cupboard. I'll do a post about this, like before this. And she's like, I'm like, you ever do that? You just open a bag of chips while you're looking in the cupboard. She's like, no. And I was like, really? Like you don't snack while you're deciding on what you're going to eat. Cause I have, and I have clients that do that. I'm like, at no point in the day, are you ever, and they're like, maybe like when I'm cooking, I'm trying a little bit here and there and I'll have a couple, it adds up. It adds up. You know, it's, it's only 10 calories. No, the, the funny, the funniest shit is like, the funniest shit. And I think I've talked to you guys about this. Maybe Sonia and I met Meredith. I just met Meredith and I love your energy, by the way. Right? Uh, it's, it's freaking crazy. Um, it's the, the, the girl that I was working with uh, a couple years ago, take this out. Um, I already like my body, right? I already like my body, but I just want to lose like, just like, uh, like the four, four more, more, more pounds. And I'm like, well, I mean, if you want to compete, you probably need to lose about 17 to 20 pounds. Right? Really? Really? Because yes. we think we're lean, but when you start cutting, you're like, man, I lost 10 pounds and I'm still having some flab hanging out. Right. This is the kicker. This is the kicker. So I, I, she, she's checking in and telling me, you know what? I kind of screwed up on my diet. Um, I was preparing my rice cakes with a little bit of jam and I was weighing all my food, but I had like two teaspoons, just little ones of, of peanut butter. And the first thing that comes to mind is like, you, you're saying two yeah. teaspoons? Yeah. That's probably more like a couple of tablespoons. Yeah, and you, you had just, a ladle is what you're saying. And you just probably added maybe 300 calories to your day and you might have scrolled scratch that day because when you're competing, those 300 calories make a fuckload of a difference. Yeah, that's almost an hour of cardio. So yeah, listen, and we're, we're not talking gen pop guys. We're talking about people that are trying to take their bodies to an extreme level. Even weight loss though, like even when it comes to weight loss, you got so to like, be focused. You got to be focused. And it really does make a difference. It really does make a difference. I'm going to say this. I did a post about this the other day. Do not hire a fucking coach if you are not willing to put in the, the footwork because you cannot throw money at your results. Just because you buy into a more expensive program does not mean you're going to have better results. It just means that you put more money into something, hoping that it would change. It's the same thing as when you see these people that buy a $30,000 program or they go get the lap band or do it. If you're not willing to change your lifestyle, nothing will change. And one of the biggest things with behavior change is identifying that you, the patterns and habits that you currently have are set forth on a subconscious cycle. And for you, the minute you get tired or you're stressed or something, your subconscious tells you, just do this, just do this, just do this. Hey, do you want a drink? Yeah, just pour me a drink. And you have to redevelop a new pattern to make long-term changes. It is not easy. And it is the times when you are the most tired that you want to go to your plan A, that you need to remember what the goal behind plan B really is. And that is your second chance to make it go right. 
I think I think the difference between Gen Pop and competitors, and we're gonna, I'm gonna I want to address Gen Pop, and I wanna I wanna make sure we drive this home to Gen Pop, uh, because number one, you're not performance athletes. You're just trying to improve and say, hey, I look better than I did last week. I look better than I did last year, and those are all very good goals to have. People that are just trying to look better, but are not so focused to get shredded. Whether you're looking at striations in your in your quads, right? Um, when you tend to uh, tend to fall off the wagon, and let's say you you were like that person that I used to coach, um, and want and have that extra that extra peanut butter, make sure that your mind and you think to yourself. Everybody does it. Listen to what I'm going to tell you. It's like, well, I had that extra teaspoon, which is probably a tablespoon of peanut butter. I might as well have these ruffles. I might as well have pie. I might because I already screwed up my day. Have that mental fortitude to say, okay, I screwed up. Let's forget that. Let's get back on track and get back on track the next day, right? Oh. Now, competitors can't really afford to have those mental fucks. Yeah, no. and, and, uh-huh. and even if they do, you have to be focused enough to say, I'm going to scratch it off. And guess what? I'm jumping back on that horse because I mentally I have to be ready. One of the things that you mentioned, and, and it was challenging for me because I literally have felt that my strength has been decreasing as my calories get lower. Uh, do I like my body better? Yeah, I like my body better. I'm starting to see, you know, shoulder striations coming out and, and, and enjoy that. But I know my strength's going to suffer a little bit. So, you know, I think my, my highest was 350, 335 on bench when I was like heavier. And I didn't like my body back then. I just didn't like it. I was bigger, but I didn't like it. Um, and, and I put 295 and I knew I was going to struggle. And I had my friend with me and she, she can lift. And she was telling me, are you okay? I said, you know, I don't know. But the weight is on that thing, and this bitch is going up no matter what. So even if you have to like tap the bar, I don't give up. You know what? Fuck. It's yeah. going up. You gotta have that mental fortitude. I have a spotter. You know what? And if I struggle, so be it. But if I put that weight on there, this motherfucker is going up. That's the mentality that we're talking about. The difference between people that are winners, the people that are doing willing to do whatever it takes. And if you fail, fuck it. See, I'm it's contagious, Sonia. So I'm saying fuck everything now. And I'm okay. You didn't apologize. An <laughs> yeah. unapologetic fuck. So I'm what I'm saying so is, fun. you know what? And it's okay. I've seen, I saw a girl the other day that I really like follow on, on Instagram sometimes. She's a power lifter, tiny little thing trying to squat 295. And she posted a video of her. Boom, right? Boom, 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 down. And boom, the bar fell back. I said, you know what? I love the I love the mere fact that you posted this because most people wouldn't post this, right? You always want to see the people succeed, but the mere fact that you attempted to do something you've never done before tells me your mind is in the right place. Yes. And what does she do? What yes. does she do next? She gets back on that fucking bar and yes. tries it again. Yes, the, queen. The mind is in the right place, you know. Uh, I, I watch Larry, Gary V a lot and I listened every night. I've been listening to a lot of this stuff because I truly believe in this, in the content that he puts out there. And he talks about if you're asking questions whether, whether you can do it or not, your mind's not there. Yes. 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 Whether you think you can or you think yes. you can't, you are absolutely motherfucking right. The moment you start telling yourself you cannot do something, I promise you will. You're happy. done. You're done. You're done. You cannot. I think that it's, I just made a post on or a story or whatever. And I said, the you know when it comes to the coaches and I put po- like literally it was like I think like five posts yeah. in a row IG limits yeah. you um a listing of coaches every single one of these coaches fucking intimidate the shit out of me Sonia's one of them intimidates the shit out of me I know I'm in the right freaking room 
Yeah. Because they intimidate the shit out of me. We were just talking about that. Said this fuck up. You, I was like, you think I'm smart? The way that you feel about me is the way I feel about her. I'm like, oh, oh my God. God, this feels amazing. Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh my God. I, I think that uh, we were just I talking about it. this. I love we're, it. And we're better together. Like we're better together. And we brainstorm on clo- on clients all the time. I, I If ever, if I have a question, we all Thanks. ask each other. And I think that's yeah. the difference is like, none of us are, are, are scared to fail. We're willing to put our ego aside because we know that's what we need to do to grow. As a coach, what you need to do when you feel like you can't do something is you need to reach out to me. You don't just hide from me. You don't just not check in. You let me know, hey, coach, how can I be better? And I'm going to give you one action point. When you can master that one action point, I'm going to give you another action point. But coach, I'm ready for five things. No, you're not. When you do one for a week, I'll give you a second. Yeah, exactly. And that goes back to, we were just discussing this, right? And I'm, I'm big on surround yourself people that are smarter than you. And, and that's one of my, my biggest, I think in, and I, and I go back to business because I've been doing business for many years now. I go back to, to business back in my earlier years and I had a mentor that was much, much older and he told me one thing. He said, you're brilliant at what you do and now surround yourself with people that are smarter in different facets and you're going to be that much better. Yeah. Right? The people that we bring to Hard Fact Fitness they're all really fucking smart. And every single time that we knock it out of the ballpark with these podcasts, I take a nugget. <laughs> I, I take a little nugget. So my bag of nuggets gets bigger and bigger and bigger every time. Yeah. And, and we, we're working with a community of people that are really, every single one of them has a specialty. You know, I have my specialty. Sony has a specialty. You have a specialty. Jason's really well-versed. We had Chris Neal here, which is a freaking hormone genius. Uh, you know, so we're all constantly learning and putting your ego aside, guys, and having an open mind to say, okay, if Sonia says this, if Meredith says this, if Jason says this, sometimes you have to take a step back to move forward. And that's the biggest thing, the biggest mindfuck is, okay, I, I don't want to gain weight. I, I don't, but I don't want to. It's like, hey, your body, your hormones right now are complete clusterfuck. And you, and, and the, the way that you're going to put on should be the least of your worries right now. And if you don't have a supporting cast that supports you, whether you're putting on 10 pounds while you're trying to get better so that you can get to where you want to get, and you're not mentally ready for that, and you don't have a supporting cast, then you need a coach that is going to tell you, Hey, you know what? This is what it is. I'm not I'm not going to, I'm not going to blow smoke up your behind and tell you, yeah, we're ready for a cut. When your hormones are like a total mess, when your gut's a total mess, when your liver enzymes are like skyrocketed, when your, your playlist, I mean, what kind of an asshole would I be to take your money? Yeah. If, if I see all these red flags and I tell you, you know what, you're focusing, your priorities are not in the right place. And it's all about priorities, guys. It's about prioritizing. You want to lose body fat? We can help you with that. Listen to our content. Look, listen to the coaches that we have on. Listen to Meredith. Listen to Sonia. Listen to Chris when we talk about hormone optimization, right? We're putting content out there consistently all the time that are getting, it's going to help you. And we're making changes, but it starts with you and your mind, yeah. right? It starts with like setting up a goal and saying, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in a month. If you have that mentality, the rebound is going to slap you in the face like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. It, it's just the way that it is. So having that mentality to put a goal that's, that's achievable and understanding that your goal is, is living a lifestyle, a healthy lifestyle is going to be m- much more appealing than getting shredded and suffering 
and screwing up your body for the rest of your life. Yeah. I know people that can't have kids anymore because yeah. of drug abuse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know it. And they, they've come to me and said, you know, who do you recommend? I always send people some of these cases to Chris, which is he's my TRT doctor. Because I think that if if he can't fix you, there's going to be a really hard chance that anybody can fix you. Yeah. But yeah. Um, there's some smart people. So let, let's start with that and see what happens. Right. But you've got to have that mental fortitude in your mind to say, hey, I'm willing to do whatever. And everybody always says, I'm willing to do whatever it takes. No. Have you heard that before? I'm yeah. willing to do whatever it takes. Are you really? Yeah. Do you even know what it takes? Are you really? Well, let's talk about what do you think it takes? Yeah. Because the journey is going to be tough. Yeah. The goal, like I said, the goals are easy. The journey is the rough part, right? The, the work that goes into like those little tiny things that you have to do on a daily basis to get to that goal. The art of showing up, that's fucking hard. Yeah. When you're like on 50 carbs, I mean, I was on 50. It's funny because I was, I was trying to get lean last year. And um, the girl that I was seeing uh, at the time, she's a bikini competitor. And uh, I was at 60 carbs, she was at 50. And I'm like, I'm eating less than a bikini competitor. And I feel like shit, <laughs> you know, and I'm much bigger than she is. And I'm like, you know, and I feel like poop. And a lot of times we lose mind, we lose track because we live in this social media frenzy where you see a lot of hot bodies on, 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 on Instagram. A lot of it's not real people. Yeah. I, I've met a lot of these people. You look at them and then you meet them in person. You're like, man. Yeah yeah it's like yeah interesting i'm like i mean i think about it I'm like you were much more impressive in your pictures right posing is a lot it, it, it I'm, I'm just thinking you should try dating <laughs> so i mean we think these people are I mean, like i don't want to dive into that too much but you know how that goes you're like no no no, no I like, you aren't no who are you <laughs> Yeah, not no, your IG picture. It, it, it's 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 completely stop. Stop. I'm, I'm I love Instagram because it's, it's helped our business tremendously and put some good content out there. Don't get wrapped up by the people you see on IG. Your body could be great, but your hormones and your body is screaming on the inside. Focus on the inside. Focus on your mind. Focus on being healthy. Focus on the things that matter in life, family, friends, God, um, business, Focus whatever it is. Stop focusing on everybody else's grass. On you. It's like, I want to look like, how do you get this? I want to look like that. Yeah. That's not you. (laughs) (laughs) You could go to that coach and you aren't going to look like that person. Just going to say. We had that discussion just the other day uh, on a podcast. We said, hey, you can take two people and put them on. And I've had people tell me, right? Um, And I always say I'm the fat kid, you know, that, that does not look very impressive. Um, people tell me, well, what, what are you running? And I said, I'm on T and I'm very open. I'm very open about like what I, what I do. I'm, I'm on TRT. I'm on 200 milligrams of test and I'm on growth and my life changed when I went on TRT and that's what I stick to. And they're like, nah, really? Cause I run this and this and this, but I run very minimal. But I think that if I was running what you're running, I would be <laughs> much more impressive. And I'm thinking to myself, like, no, you wouldn't. And I, and I get upset sometimes. I'm like, why are you coming and disturbing my workout to tell me this nonsense, right? And then I'm like, no, you wouldn't. He goes, why? Because like, I'm looking at you. And obviously you don't have the fundamentals in place. Yeah. Because if you're running all of that and yeah. you look like that, right? Then, you know, I don't mean to be an asshole, right. but I mean, you know, you need to have the fundamentals in place and you need to have the in here, your mind in place to accomplish it. And no matter how, who you take, you have two people that are, could be doing exactly the same thing. And what did you say, Meredith? 
You're well, not, they're not, it's not you. It's not <laughs> like, you. They haven't had the history as you. Like I can't make, like, it's not tomato potato here. <laughs> like, it literally <laughs> is not you. Oh, it's the worst. So let me, let me ask both of you girls here real quick, ladies, both of you, like, let's, let's, let's get out of um, the, the competitor. Let's talk about gen pop. Somebody that wants to lose weight. How do you assess their goals? How do you put somebody on a, on, on a weight loss program knowing that, hey, you know what? Com- competing is not for you, right? Maybe it's not for you. I don't know if it is. I don't know if it isn't, but they are your new client. Yeah. What are you looking for? And what, how do you set their goals up? Basically, right? I know that you talk about getting their understanding a little bit about their history, but let's start with Meredith and let's go with you, Sonia, right after and, and discuss that. Uh, consistency. You got to show me consistency like low hanging fruit consistency. Um, you with some, depending on where they're at, if they are, you know, you know, with macros or not, I may start teaching them something like that, but I'm not even looking at carb cycling or anything like that. I'm literally talking about eating food consistently through the day, drinking water, go, going to sleep, going to the gym, getting your walks in basic life, skills. That's all I want to see. I want to see you show up for life every day consistently for seven days straight until you check in. And I guarantee you, we will have things to work on just with that. That's all I want to see is consistency. Because you, if you can't show me consistency, I'm not going to be throwing hit this, that at you. I'm not going to say, you know, back load this, front load that, fat load this. Like, no, I literally want you to see you eat food all day, drink water all day, show up and do those things every single day. And then surprisingly, most often your body will actually show up. The weight will start to just come off magically. And this is when you see the posts on Instagram, you know, I didn't even do anything and look at this client. Bam, you know, and it, it really is true. <laughs> Bravo. No, it, it's, it's you, you're, you're hitting it. It, it. Everyone wants, you know, I'm going to do an hour, the, the typical, right? And Sonia, you're going to sh- chime in right next. I want to hear your, your input. Um, I'm going to go on a diet. And I said, I said it before, I'm going to eat nothing but fruit and salad. And I'm going to do an hour cardio every day for the next three weeks. And I'm going to lose 30 pounds, right? And the only thing I'm thinking about is you're setting yourself for the biggest mistake and rebound in the world because number one that's not sustainable yeah right and your mind's not in the right place and low calories to lose weight it's like what's your after plan look like yeah it doesn't have to be so intense all the time like it's so all or nothing and i don't understand that why is it zero or 100 why isn't it zero to wonder why why can't we be like 50 why can't we be right here all the time zero or 100 sucks it doesn't work i blame it on social media to be honest with you that, that instant gratification of uh, if this girl looks that way i need to do whatever it takes right now because i need i am going on vacation that's typical i'm going on vacation and i need to do whatever it takes feed me my bar feed me my clen i need to lose all of this i don't even know where you're at like right. with your health yeah. right so having that mental thing in your mind that like you're not those people on Instagram that are running a lot of gear, maybe, or you're not, you, you, maybe you're just, you're, I'm not genetically gifted. I'm not, maybe you're not either. And that is okay. You need to have that mindset. I'm going to make the best of me Yeah. with what I have, with what God gave me, 
because everyone has great attributes. I had a, 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 one of my buddies told me, man, I wish I had shoulder caps like you do. And I think that that's like one of the things for me, my gen- genetically, my caps just, they get really big. In my legs, people are like, I, if I had your hammy tie-in, I was like, but do you want this tummy? <laughs> <laughs> everyone has those things, right? So everyone has that thing. I have a buddy of mine who I see, he's, he walks around and grabs his, his, his cup of coffee and his bicep just goes like this, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he says, but I don't have the shoulders you have, or I don't have the chest you have. What I'm trying to say, guys, stop comparing yourself to people that you see on social media. A lot of it's photoshopped, a lot of it's not real, and a lot of it is heavy drugs. And I'm, I'm just calling it like it is. Focus on having your mind in place and making the best you and making decisions that are going to be the best choices for you. Meredith, hit that one out of the ballpark consistency. What's going to serve you? Like you said, with life and showing up for family. So, What's going to serve you when you're 60 and 50? You know, you can compete now. Let's all get that straight. You can compete now and you can have a competitor's lifestyle. But I think the ones that succeed the most are the ones that really have their mind correct. And they have, you know, a athlete, whether it comes to taking an off season, taking vacations with their families, they are not in the gym seven days a week, doing two hours of cardio, dieting. They are not constantly in prep year round for years on end. We're always willing to push ourselves in one direction. Lauren Conlon said this and it fucking stuck with me, but we're never, you wanna be an athlete, be an athlete as much in your off season as you are in your on season, 100%. You need to be willing to push, push, hit the scale at both ends. If you wanna change your physique and get better. Yeah. Just the way that it is. Sonia, let me talk to you. Let me ask you, what do you, what do, you do from, uh, you're on the spot. Your spotlight's on you now. You're a guest now. You're not no longer a, a co-host. So I'm what still you, loving listening on this episode. <laughs> what, are you, what do you do when you have clients that are gen pop? And I know mo- the majority of the people you deal with are gen pop. So how do you set them up? What are you looking for and say, hey, I'm not going to treat this guy like, you know, he's contest prep because it's a different animal, right? It's a complete different animal. So how do you set your, a, a gen pop person from a dieting standpoint for success? Yeah. Okay. Let's do two avatars. Let's do somebody who's coming to me with a gut or hormonal dysfunction and somebody who's just a regular kind of wants to lose weight. Because I think those are two different tactics that I do while I each, honestly, each person that comes to me, I start differently. And I know Meredith is like, we both do the same thing. It's like, you're not going to have the same, even if you start on the same macros, it ain't going to be the same reason why we're starting on those macros. Cause yeah, like yeah. 150 carbs is like a lot of people get 150 carbs. It's not like my coach puts all of us. It's like a different context. Right. But in the context of having somebody with a gut dysfunction, um, and that's our major issue. Um, and let's just say they don't really prep. They don't really do this. They don't really know macros. They don't let's just remove any inflammatory foods, give them a FODMAPs list, teach them about protein servings on their hand, get them weighing and logging their food. That's it. I'm not even going to get you goals. You're going to eat protein every three hours. You're going to drink water. I give them a water goal throughout the entire day. When you first wake up, we're doing this. We're going to stick to not eating out, not drinking alcohol. And I want to move you to an anti-inflammatory foods list because then I can start to see what's, what's actually going on in their health. Because just by that, they're like already losing weight. And while I, the goal is not always weight loss in the beginning, there's a law of motivation. The law of the big mo is what it's called. When we have motivation, it's easier to keep the motivation going. Great. One weekend, you feel good. Your energy's up. Sex drive is coming back. Weight's down. Cool. 
Now I'm going to tell you, we're going to move up a little bit because I noticed your daily averages are really high in fat, really low in protein. <clears throat> we're going to bring that down just a little bit this week. And I'm actually going to move you up more into in carbohydrates. I'm going to te teach you how to like balance that out uh, with normally with gut health. I keep them at like moderate carbs anyways, but like, okay, cool. Now let's give you a little bit more goals. Awesome. Now let's give you an exercise routine. Because if you can't eat just on anti-inflammatory foods, there's no point in me going and doing all this. And sometimes I'll even do a meal plan, whatever, sue me. But sometimes that's what a client needs in the beginning. They just yeah. need to be told exactly what to do because they don't even know it's too much, right? And yeah. again, yeah. If, our, if, like, if I'm like, hey, completely rewire your brain and the day gets stressful, fuck you, coach. Like that's not realistic. So there's that plan B that helps them go from one to the next. When we talk about like, where's their subconscious and where's their new position, giving them a little bit of a roadmap, or it'll say like half of a cup of carbs or five ounces of carbs or something that just gives a baseline. But the reality is, is like, I, like I start them somewhere super basic. And then with, with uh, someone who's coming to me and just in weight loss. Perfect. Show me, you can track weigh, and log all your food for one week. I want the averages. I have a sheet they fill out. When you can fill this out and be perfect in one week, cool. Now I even know where to start you. It's irresponsible for me as a coach to just throw macro numbers at. You may tell me you're eating one thing, but you're eating something completely different. And I need you to see the values in the food that you're eating. And I knew, need you to practice the tracking. I need to see what is going on in your food journal for a week. And then let's go over all of that because now I have data and we sit down on a zoom call and I'll say, cool, let's go through what I saw is see how you did this in breakfast. This is great. Let's just add a little bit more protein there. See how you're really over in that. Maybe if we did chicken breasts instead of chicken thighs, it would be a little bit less fat for that meal. Cool. I noticed around your pre-workout, you're doing, um, basically very, just protein and no carbohydrates and, and let's try doing that. And how are you feeling throughout the day or you're starving at night? I noticed that you only eat two meals a day. Like I can start to go into what that client specifically is doing. And then it's like, cool. So your, your, your goals for this week is X, Y, Z. And it's normally eat more protein, right? Like, right there, like eat more protein, more food variety and fruits and vegetables. That's normally where I start people because that's where they're lacking the most. And then from there, I'll layer on results, whether it's, okay, let's start moving calories up. Let's start setting higher calorie goals. Let's get more micronutrients in. It's really just dependent, but sometimes it's like the lifestyle. And even like before, like I used to go into a client and I'd say, cool, we're going to get labs. And there's some people that I do that now, like if it's a competitor and they're already tracking stuff, but for gen pop, I will not even run labs for the first month or two. We are going to clean up your diet. We're going to get your sleep better. And we're going to get you drinking more water. There's no point in running labs when your triglycerides are going to be high. Your cholesterol is going to be sky high. You're not sleeping. Your cortisol's here. Let's get you in a better position and look at what naturally just with lifestyle changes, because this is, you cannot just throw supplements at these with the lifestyle changes. Where can we get you healthier? And then let's look at labs then. And then let's optimize through there. Agreed. Like, especially on the supplements end, that's something that, especially for gen so pop clients, wow. um, I that is something that I don't throw. Like, like, yeah. let's get you off your phone at night before we add in a bunch of sleep meds. Yeah. I think I gen use pop, a lot. I do use Cordy's a lot. I think with gen pop, you know, when it comes to mindset, um, I think the biggest thing for them is being able to place boundaries. Um, in feeling that they, one, are worthy and they are allowed 
to place boundaries when it comes to their environment. So when I was saying your environment needs to match your ambitions, understanding that it is okay to place a boundary when it comes to you being at work and saying, I need to take five minutes away just to step out and you know take, take, take a breath, take a breath. Because we all know that we have the clients that their work life is insane. That is the source of their stress. They literally don't take breaks. And just telling them, hey, listen, I need you to do three minutes for me, three minutes, step away. That right there is like asking the impossible of, of folks. It, they literally, they're like, I can't do it. And I'm like, no, 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 you can do it. And you're allowed to do it. And that's something you need to know. I'm going to interject allowed. real quick. And I want you to finish this. I, I do want you to finish your, your, your statement. So please don't lose track of that. Um, I'm one of those guys. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm that guy that works literally minimum 12 hours. I'm up at 5.30. I don't close my laptop to one through in the morning, sometimes talking to clients in, in India and China and all of that. So I'm going to tell you guys my experience. I'm one of those guys. What I do now, and this is no joke, uh, around 9, 9.30, I shower because I know that my 10 o'clock onslaught from China and India is going to come around 10 o'clock because they're morning. And, and the phone will buzz all night. So I, I've learned to do a couple things. I turn my lights off after my shower and I lay on my floor and I close my eyes on my roller and I take 10 minutes and do absolutely fucking nothing. Ask me last year if I was able to do that. And I would say, that's a bunch of bullshit. That stuff doesn't work. People, it fucking works. It's hard to do though. It's hard because I'm such a, I'm, I'm so go, 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 go all the time. Right. I'm answering emails for work. I'm answering emails for my consulting company. I'm answering uh, team amino pure emails, messages. I'm doing podcasts. I'm getting ready for different things. Right. So it works. But you, you know what? There is no can't. Whatever the mind wants, it will achieve if you put the right measures in there. The mind is so powerful. If you do some research on, on the mind, you know, we're only plasticity. We're using what 10% of our freaking brain anyway. Right. Think, think of the potential. So I can't do that. I hate, I can't. I'm like, look, I'm not smart. I'm not any smarter than you are. If I can do it, why can't you, right? Can you, do it? you can you do it. Not you choose not to. I had to make a choice because my sleep patterns were horrible. And, and I, I'm lucky that I have Sonia as my co-host and she's always talking about my sleep. But I, I make conscious efforts to close my laptop sometimes at a certain time and do absolutely nothing. I don't care. My phone rings. It'll be there tomorrow, people. It'll be there tomorrow. I promise you that it'll be there tomorrow. So stop thinking, I can't do this. Say, I can do this and I will do this. And I'm not saying that you're not going to fail or, or along that journey. I actually, I would tell you, I want you to fail yeah. in, some, in some cases because the, the, the product of that failure is going to be knowledge. Yeah. I learned something. Fail forward. Yep. If, and I failed a lot. And, and, they, and I listen to a lot of big entrepreneurs and they tell you, show me an entrepreneur that has not failed and I'll show you a bad one. Yeah. Right? You have to fail to understand the journey. Yeah. And it's okay to fail, but it's much more important for you to get up yeah. and execute the next day and, and scratch that day off and say, my mind is more powerful and I will, put a, I will get back on my plan because I can and I will. Right. So I would just wanted to share that experience because I always talk about surrounding myself with people that are smarter than, than, than myself. And I don't think I'm the, the brightest person in the world, but I have my own attributes. You know, I always go through life and I listen to 
people like Sonia tell me, you're asleep, you're asleep, you're asleep. And sometimes I'm like, you know what? It's like a little, a little, a little thing that pops in my head. It's like, man, she's right. I need to get, okay, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to shut my laptop down. I'm done for the day. It's 10 o'clock. I'm going to watch a movie with my friend that just came over with a bottle of wine to spend some time with me, right? Which is golden for me because I don't do that very often. So it's learning the balance of when to grind and learning when to appreciate fucking life. All the money in the world means nothing. I, I told my best friend this the other day, if I can't go out to dinner with her and enjoy an hour and a half of, I love you as a friend, I've had the best time with you talking about life. Yeah. And, and that's, the, that's what we, the message that we wanna get across today. I'm sorry you interrupted you. I just wanted to share that really quick. <laughs> I just, that's what I love about you guys. We're all like, ah, getting on top of each other. Yeah. So with love and information, and we're just like, we want to be the best version of ourselves. We want you to be the best version of yourself, because we know that if you can be the best version for yourself, for yourself, you'll show up for the people in your life better. And when you show up better, they will be happier. When they're happier, they'll learn to show up better. You're leading by example and you're leading life because you're not just a person. You're a leader. Whether you think you are or not, there are people in your life that look up to you. Yeah. Bravo. Bottom line. Yeah. For Bravo. sure. That's, I was actually telling that to a client and I said, you need, you need to show up for the person that you want to be tomorrow. And that takes le- being a leader. Um, and that's hard. That's really hard. And for everyone listening to the po- this podcast, I want to say, uh, hello, you're listening to three failures. You know, we have probably failed way more time than times that we succeeded. The only difference is, is we didn't stop trying. <laughs> we just kept going, you know, okay. and we're still fi- failing. Yeah, it's okay. No, this has been powerful, guy, girls, ladies. Thank you so much. I want to wrap this up by telling everyone, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, and I know you are because I list, I look at all the, the, the feedback that I get, and um, I look at all the stats of people that are downloading, and it's growing by, by the week. The feedback that we're getting is awesome. The content that we're putting out is awesome. The message that we're putting out there. And one of the things that I shared with Sonia last couple of days ago is like, we're changing lives through knowledge. And this was a different type of episode. This was an episode to really um, come out of that bubble and not, maybe not talk about so much about science, but talk about emotions and talk about go- what goes out in your mind and how to prepare yourself mentally. Set up good, achievable goals. Don't try to be like people on Instagram because that's not who you are. That's who they are. Uh, a lot of people are genetically gifted. Maybe you're not. I'm not. But guess what? That doesn't stop me from getting that 295 out there, does it? Right? I could have said, hey, that 295 was just, I, I'm very tired. I'm, I don't have the weight. I probably won't lift it. You have to have that mentality. I'm going to show up. You know what? If I don't lift it, it's going to be okay. But I'm going to try. Right? And you have to have that mentality. You're 170. Hey, I'm going to put a plan to be 165. I'm going to play a plan to, to be 160 and I'm going to celebrate every single goal that I reach. And ultimately you, eventually you, you will fail along the, that path. But if you count the amount of successes that you have, because you have the right mind frame, I guarantee you, you're going to be much happier. Amen. Absolutely. With that being said, I, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys so much for listening to. Yeah. Yeah. We want to thank you for the bottom of our heart. I, I, I get so much good feedback. We're changing lives. We're helping people out with hormones. We're, we're answering questions. And uh, I wanted to thank my guest, Meredith Hachi, for being on. And yay. Uh, as always, Sonia, you're awesome. You know that already. Uh, we are going to have a big treat next week, guys. It's going to be 
lit. We're not going to say yet, though. We're not going to say yet who we're having, but it's going to be great. And with that being said, I want to wrap up. Like I always wrap up episode eight. Um, I always say God first, family second. Don't forget to love your loved ones. They are the reason why we're here. And this is a wrap, guys. Thanks, thanks for listening. <laughs>